I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Tribulation Farce, a Left Behind podcast, book two, Tribulation Force, chapters 11 and 12. I am your Tribulation Force, Tim Lanning, and joining me as always is Bruce Barnes, a.k.a. Jennifer Cheek. Oh, I'm Bruce Barnes today? Today you're Bruce Barnes. Guys, I'm so sweaty and gross, <laughs> I'm so sad and lonely. Yeah, yeah, I just called you that because your tie's all fucked. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Jennifer for wears me. a full suit and tie for each and every one of these Yeah, I character. do, and it does not fit well. Does not fit well. No, I, um, I look like I got, like, shrunk down while wearing a suit. And it's, like, big and floppy on me. Yeah, but that's fine. We're recording this, like, two days after we recorded the last one? I have yeah, no idea Yeah, we've recorded... This will be the third trip farce we've recorded this week. Because <laughs> we're trying... To, well, partially because we are trying to get ahead because we're going to be out of town right. for a little bit. But also, I'm like, I just need to... I'm, actually, I feel like after this chunk, I can rest more. I don't I just, think so. Well, I don't... I obviously want to know what happens next, but, like, the previous chapters were just so annoying that yeah. I'm like, we've got to get back into the meat. And, and guys... Meat is back on the menu. Meat is back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Finally, some good fucking food in well, these chapters. The problem is that, like, we are, we have hit the, I said this last week, and this week it, it proves it. We've hit the part of the books that I unironically think are good. It, yes, okay. there is a million <laughs> things that are bad with them. What do you mean by good? They're fucking fun to read. Okay. You know, like, I do think it's going to be ironic when um, they do turn us into hardcore Christians. It's going to suck really bad when we get reconverted right. because of reading Left Behind. Because reading them all praying on the fucking floor like like freaks is um, – it still, you know, plays my little heart really? to it a little bit. Really? Because I yeah. was horrified at that part. I'm like, these people are so crazy. Yeah. This is what I used to look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, Uh-oh, Tim, I, be careful. You need to guard your heart. <laughs> I think <laughs> just like Ray for going yeah. in to see Hattie. Jesus Christ. You gotta you gotta keep the, the arrows of the Lord away from your heart. God, I hope when Christians walk into our home, they're like, this is a place of evil. <laughs> like, I don't think about that. Well, it's probably because it smells like weed and cat's piss sometimes. It so. does not smell like cat piss. I'm sure. What if we're inundated? We I can't think tell. It, the the smelling like weed, that's valid. <laughs> um also the fact that we have mini skulls and skeletons mm-hmm. around. We have a dragon. We have a dragon, like it very times of the year there's like pride flags and stuff around. We need to buy a big pride flag. We do. Well, we have a nutcracker with a pride flag. <laughs> that's all we need. Allyship, done. I think we should just keep him out all year yeah, long. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> this is my pride nutcracker. Yeah, it is. No, I do think our house has some very dark-sided energy for the Christians mm-hmm. out there. Um, we I have think- a lot of Christian books. That's true. Can lure them in. Yeah. Make them think that I'm not making fun of them. <laughs> uh, I uh, did Pokemon stuff today, and uh, they were talking about, you know, shaving their head and okay. uh, dealing with the sun on their, their bald head. Oh, 
from that conversation, it got to like razors and things like that. And then, of course, they talked about the various razor brands for which podcasts advertise. Oh, yes. And I was like, yeah, it's really interesting and good to hear this out in the wild because like my job is being a podcaster. Right. So we talk about this type of stuff. So it's great to be like, oh, you like this brand. You and used to like this brand, but then they changed. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It's the brand that we stopped doing ads for because they gave money to some bullshit. Interesting. Yeah. Which I do forget. Was it Harry's? Harry's? I think so. I think so. Or Dollar Shave Club, guys. I don't remember. I don't remember. One of them's bad, but they're probably all bad. maybe they're both bad. Maybe they're all good. Nothing's good, but... Now, what does this have to do with our podcast? So, I was talking (laughs) to them, and I was basically like, how do I pitch the show of, like... Yeah, one of the shows about D&D, but the other one is about the hit Christian book series, Left Behind, but we approach it as in, from a non-religious aspect. And yeah. like, oh, I read those books. Oh, see, so <laughs> yeah. But, like, the, the, they, they were not exactly. religious either, so it is, they're out there, in so, the wild. So you if know? you're Tim's new Pokemon friends, hello. <laughs> hey, what's up? Chapter 11. <laughs> Don't look, I thought you were going to scream at me. No. So, the big cliffhanger from the last episode, you guys, in case you don't remember is Chloe is going to talk about meeting with Bruce and to find out if he did send those flowers. Flower Watch, 1995. And it's a nothing burger because right, Chloe's like, yeah, I kept trying to passive aggressively bring it up and right. he didn't pick up on it. Yeah. And I did, I was like, hmm, another mm. point for Bruce Barnes being autistic. <laughs> Well, he didn't. So he had nothing to be. <laughs> no, I know. I'm. I'm mostly. I am like ninety seven point five percent joking. Um, but it is just like, yeah. She's like, yeah. He wasn't picking up on my weird, like oblique references to this. Wow, your social cues. Wow, Bruce. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and, and yeah, uh, she specifically is like, I kept trying to get the subject back onto loneliness. <laughs> like, oh my god, you guys, please leave him alone. She sounds like such a psycho. She's super psycho about Bruce in this section. Yeah. Like, there's all, like, they're all so sure that it's Bruce. Right. It's like, did we literally not just have a situation where Hattie, like, sent fake stuff? Why are you like, well, it has to be Bruce. Slightly later, You're very stupid. Rayford finally is like, maybe it was Hattie. <laughs> he think, well, only after like, Bruce is specifically like, later. I did not do that. These people are stupid. They're very dumb. But I kind of got to give it up because it's just so funny to, for like Chloe to be like, oh yeah, so you're like sad and shit, right? He's like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm pretty sad. Anyways, <laughs> First Thessalonians, yeah. isn't this an interesting thing? Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, but like, are you looking for anyone? I imagine Chloe like bent over his oh. desk, pushed her chest out. Yeah, but she only like has like a very minimal sliver of cleavage mm-hmm. though, because like anything else is that's like not pleasing Oops. to the Lord. I dropped my tea on my chest. If only <laughs> oh, someone no. could help me. My hard nips are burning now <laughs> from this hot Ow. tea. There's too much Pepsi on me. Um so yeah <laughs> at, the, at the end of the section they're like, okay, well we'll maybe we'll bring it up in the group and <laughs> Like, but maybe we'll be able to read between the lines and find out why he did it. This is insane. You still don't know that he did it. What's wrong with you? I feel this, like, is I'm, this is why I'm like, Chloe, I'm still not. You're still right. not really back. I feel like your stupidity, Chloe, here has infected Rayford because, like, yes, she's officially yes. started her new job, right? She's going into work. She's being dumb. 
It was like, we gotta trick, we gotta trick Bruce into admitting he did this. Yeah. And Bruce is just like there, palming like sweat off his yeah. head, being like eating He's a- like juggling all his, um, his Bible commentaries. Right. He's taking a bite of a big sandwich as the tomato falls out in his lap and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, and it gets all, like, like on the Bible. And they just shake their heads like, he's so thirsty for Chloe. Yeah, he's so horny, obviously. It's, it's I, I'm on their side a little bit, but like, I think they're doing a great job. I'm not. Of making Chloe just the number one bad bitch, biggest pussy in well, all of Chicago. She's the only one. She's the only, one <laughs> she's the only girl. She's the only girl that Rayford's immediately like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's three girls in this book. It's Marge, Marge Chloe, Chloe, and Hattie. Hattie. That's it. That's it. Well, there's technically Alice, but I get a feeling she's not going to be very important from here on out. Yeah, I guess we'll see. And obviously, we explicitly left Miss Z out. Yeah, Miss Z. Yeah. So Buck is still uh, meeting with Bruce when Rafer and Chloe show up for their Tribulation Force meeting, and right off the bat, Bruce wants to get everyone's permission to put everything going on in their lives on the table. (laughs) I love that Bruce is like. Maybe listening into he's bugged their homes or something like that. No, he's or got, maybe they're just giving off such weird energy. He's like, there's something strange in the air. I mean, I guess he even references Chloe being like, "You said some pretty pointed yet vague." <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, things. you were being pretty weird yesterday when we met. Right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so Bruce is like, okay, you know, I'll start out. Still feeling pretty guilty that I was, you know, the like assistant pastor of the church and didn't get the memo on being saved or whatever. But I'm still feeling this pull that I've got to travel and unite what he calls the quote unquote tribulation saints. Yeah. And I did for, kind of forget that Bruce is like, God damn it. It's all on my shoulders. I got to do this shit. Yeah. And he's like literally not thinking about Chloe like at all. Not at all. Think. Like not even a little bit. He's, Which is there anything like more embarrassing <laughs> than like trying to like let some like than trying to let someone down there like I was not interested. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about no, you at all. No, not at all. And he, I'm sorry, Chloe. He has to save every person on the planet. That is how he feels, which I kind of got to give it up for. Where, He's like, gonna make up for it. The three main characters are in a book while Bruce is like in the tribulation. He's like, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He's I like, got I have shit to, to do. do. <laughs> and then busy. like later when they talk about the job stuff, it's like you got what? We are in the fucking rapture like, tribulation. You-, you guys have to work for the Antichrist. What do you do? Of course you do. What are you saying? We need all this fucking money to buy bullets. <laughs> And silos and b- yeah. uh, dirt movers. Yeah, we You're, need this. We every, have to build a bunker, right? You think you think that doesn't cost money? You do. You two dumb fucks. You two dumb fucks. That is actually a great point too. The whole money thing. They're like, we don't care about money. It's like, um, but maybe your your you know yeah. church is going to be persecuted. Might need it so you can stock up on huge jars of peanut butter. You guys have and like MREs theoretically three and a half years because everything kind of works based off that. And then later, oh uh, yeah, we Bruce can- basically uh, tells us. The first time, you know, the thing that we keep is either later in this chapter. Or, I think it's, it's, it's the next, it's the next one. chapter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he basically says the thing that we've mentioned, which is <laughs> Rayford's like, "Oh, I'm afraid I'm about to go see the devil." And Bruce is like, "No, you're not." That's in three and a half years. Yeah, he doesn't have the devil. The Carpathia doesn't have the devil in him yet. Yes. <laughs> but he will. He will. In three so, and a half years. I'm like, guys, you gotta make this. You have to take both jobs. Yes. You have to make a million, billion, zillion dollars. Yeah. And you have to start squirreling away money and things like that. This is. And they need, they need to get cash. Yeah. Well, they need gold. They need gold. You're right. Because what if they change? Wait. Wait, what if they change the. Well, oh man, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Wait, we're but can I please just say really quick. Tiny spoiler for things that are happening in these two chapters. 
They are going to a one world currency, the dollar. Let's go. But are they going to reprint it and like put Corpathia's face on Probably. it? Probably. <laughs> well, They're going to like put all of, all the like biggest hits of the tribulation. Yeah. They're going to put Steve Plank on there for mm-hmm. some reason. Um, they're gonna they're gonna put the, the cardinal. Here's the pilot from that third chapter yeah, that died yeah. or killed himself. And you'll be able to collect it. It'll be kind of like an NFT mm-hmm. situation. Um, so <laughs> so I don't know. Yes, you're right. So they probably should just get gold. They should probably get gold and. Uh, you know, maybe a Rocky Dinar. Maybe well, that'll I, come back. <laughs> oh, that's just like that's a thing, right? That's a yes. Look up Rocky. People thought that they could make money off their Rocky Dinar. I'm a I'm, I'm a Cougarant guy. I don't entirely know what they oh are. Oh my gosh! But they keep wow. coming up in both the hit show Succession and other things. Yeah, but, but yeah, you we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Much here, like though. my my parents, who I've said before, literally raise money for the end times by giving money to a prophet so that the wars that will come uh they can they can support them and get money and food and stuff yeah. like that so in this instance i do agree with them for these characters in the the book but not for real yeah. life because it's all fake so after bruce has his whole let me get what's laying on my heart out right I feel like shit. Yeah, I feel I'm sad, I'm lonely, you know, I'm a I'm a slob. Do, all those do any of you want to hug me? That'd be so sick if you did. Uh but yeah, then like like Tim referenced, the conversation turns to Buck and Rayford's job offers. Mm-hmm. And Bruce is like, straight up, you gotta take these jobs. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because they were like going back and forth, and it seems like it got very passionate, very heated, where they I just imagine they're all like like yelling on t- over top of each you other. You fucking son of a bitch! And Fuck I thought you. I thought it was like such a fun way to frame this whole situation, which is everyone agrees that they should take the job, except for themselves. Yeah, but yeah, which is pretty funny. Buck thinks that Ray should take his job, and Ray thinks Buck should take Buck's job. Yeah, you know, being the the mouthpiece for the friggin' Sauron and shit like that. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I thought this was like a kind of interesting, you know, uh, you know, caveat, caveat, caveat idea of like, is our pride getting in the way? Right. And, and like, how do you get these messages? And you know, the things that we have been saying is so true. And like, I wanted to hit Buck over the back of the head with a big comic hammer of like, <laughs> that goes, hey man. Beep. <laughs> I I don't give a crap about your journalistic integrity. We're, Who gives a shit? We're in the end times, bitch. There it is no matter. future. You stupid idiot. Jesus is not going to give it. Even Jesus does not give a crap about your journalistic integrity. He doesn't give a toot. He doesn't give a toot. Not a single toot. <laughs> and and Buck is like Crayford. Being close as a president could really be helpful, dude, because we know that Carpathia is trying to set up this, like, media situation. Right. So that's, like, being near the president might be the only way you actually know, like, but where he is I and thought, where he's going. I thought his uh phrasing was so funny and stupid because he's like, you know, we know he's going to buy all media. So, like, we need you, Ray, to be in the airplane so we could have one person inside the media knowing what's up. And I imagine the entire office just like audibly like creaked and stared at buck it's like take that job that's you that's bitch. you bitch what the <laughs> fuck are you saying i honestly didn't even think about that at that no part. that that's made really me fall funny. i was in a rocking chair on our our, our back we have many back porches we have two <laughs> we have two we have one up top and one on the bottom i was i was and, and don't listen guys this is not that fancy it's so fancy it's not it's, it's actually Somewhat jank upstairs. It's so jank. But it's a deck and it's One upstairs. One day it will fall. It will 
No, don't say that. I don't trust. We don't. We don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> we only have seven years in this house, anyways. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Before the rapture. Uh, or, well, sorry, not before the rapture. But before the great. What do they call it? Not the Great Awakening. The, the, are you talking about the Iraqi or Iranian Nephilim? <laughs> no, or? the the glorious appearing. Oh. Uh, the Lord coming back. So Chloe is like, hey, dummies, I think you should both take your jobs. Like, Shit. <gasps> Shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn. And, you know, Chloe brings up, she's like, this isn't about the president. It's about Carpathia. Like, yeah. they, we have to get close to Carpathia. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And, and one thing I do love, and again, jumping ahead, is that we do find out that Carpathia knows Ray is a Christian. Yes, we find that out later. I think, like, obviously they don't know it here, but I think, like, kind of taking the whole meal, um, you know, commenting on your, your $130 fixed menu situation here, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, ahead of the dessert, so to speak. That analogy made sense, I think. Um, I think it's so interesting the concept of Ray being near Nikolai. While Nikolai knows he's a Christian, like he's trying extra hard to like zap into his brain, like or does he even try not to zap? And he just has to be like, then why does he want him so bad though? Because obviously Carpathian, because he's like a main character of the book. Nikolai actively (laughs) wants to to get more screen time in this book. Yeah, he's he's like me in my high school yearbook, (laughs) where I would just like show up at shit, and that's how I got in it like twenty seven times. Oh my god, (laughs) this that is. You're so special. I'm, I'm Your not, brain is so that, special. That is my most uh, Uncle Rico from uh, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite reference yes. is, is like, not the sport thing, but like, isn't it crazy that I'm in my yearbook 27 times? <laughs> like, yes, Tim, what do you think that's so impressive? I'm, I'm the number one quirked up white boy. I'm a cool guy. I'm a cool guy. I'm the, you're the number one quirked up white boy at your Christian school. <laughs> right, right. That had like. And how many kids were in your class? 60. <laughs> Actually, more than I thought it was going to be. Whatever. Um, Buck is still not feeling good <laughs> about taking this job. And he says here, I'd have to sell out every journalistic principle I have. But then Chloe comes back with such a whammy. And those are more sacred than your responsibilities to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Whoa. Damn, son. She got your All ass. All right. Is Chloe back now? Like, I feel like this is I a mean, Chloe she's definitely being sm- She's being smart. She's being very smart here. So I think I, Chloe's back. I'm I, sorry. She's mostly back. It's just that. Well, uh, she, she'll be back at the end of this meeting 100% because well, they know about. Well. No, because here's the thing. She's a Christian now. So she's never going to be as good. Again, we have to grade on the curve. I know, but I'm just saying Rayford's she's back. dropped so low. Rayford's back as hell, in my opinion. Yeah, Rayford is, Rayford is back. Rayford's back, and Buck is not being too bad either, actually. Because I, th- God damn, I hate that. I mean, which makes me very upset. I'm so pissed. Yeah, I don't even know who to be. I guess I'm still, maybe I'm just feeling residual I, anger to yeah, Chloe still. I think, I think you would. I'm ag- being a hater Yes, right now. I think you would agree that Chloe is back later. You, yes. You, once you calm down a little. Once you stop being so yeah, emotional. Yeah, once I stop being hysterical, <laughs> then I can stop doing wow. girl-on-girl crime against Chloe. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. The way they try to figure this out with their um, deep, 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 like, Christian shit, it moves you. You know what I'm saying? Are you kidding me? I don't know. Okay, let's get into it. Because Rayford is like, (laughs) I don't know, guys. I still feel pretty weird about everything. And Bruce is like, I know what we need. We got to get on our damn knees and pray. Let's go. It's different. And, and I'm on my knees. One time at church that I'm on my knees song came on. 
because someone was singing it and yeah. it's not the radio. Um, <laughs> it came on because someone was singing it. Because <laughs> someone walked on the stage and started playing the guitar. Uh, and uh, someone was being so, so rude. And uh, this is one of the mega churches I went to. So we were like a mile away from the front. So we, we do <laughs> right. fucking want. Because you were like in the like beauty section of the Walmart when the stage was <laughs> no, like this in is the at, deli. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is at Indian Rocks. Okay. That, okay. <laughs> my Walmart church is not a mega church. <laughs> what? How's that possible? Because the part of the. He's in a Walmart. But it's not the, the Walmart isn't the entire okay. fucking, uh, whatever you call it, sanctuary. There's like other. There's areas. other parts. They 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 they've changed it. Yeah, they had, it, it was, wasn't a big open space. They had a skate park. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I feel See, like this sk- is where I I become independent Baptist again, and I'm like, that's satanic. That's so bad. That's yeah. we, well, you should not have a skate park in a church. That's that's dark sided. <laughs> the, the Lord hates skateboards yeah. because I I hate skateboards and the Lord hates them too. <laughs> Punish Baptist church for their skateboards. I feel like saying that my my church in a Walmart had a skate park. <laughs> Like extremely dates me and yes, also makes me sound insane because like yes. your thing of like women can't teach and you can't yeah, clap yeah. that's obviously insane but that's like within the Venn diagram or within the bucket of crazy Christianity right or right. Like fundamentalism of any religion or like when people think of like oh yeah, conservative Christians exactly. it's like oh you're you're all buttoned up like you you just play piano and organ right, exactly, music exactly like, all that stuff uh, but, it's not taking Count the cool Christians who have skate parks Let's at their go. church. Let's go. Yeah, man. Get sick ice cream and lattes up church. Church um, rocks. My God. Our pastor was funny. Shout out. You're cool. Well, that's how they get people. That, that's By how, being good at their jobs. By being interesting and funny. <laughs> like, my church is like, you have to go here because your family went oh here. God. And it doesn't fucking matter if the pastor is Where are you going to go? The nine churches down the street? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jennifer lives in the middle of nowhere. There are 39 churches. They're on, really... Like, all over the place. Like, 39, like, Baptist churches. Yeah. Like, not even counting other denominations. Anyways, basically, we were in the balcony a million miles away. And this is a... Where Indian the cool Rocks. Where the cool kids are. And someone was just, like, being so rude about this nice, busty young woman <gasps> saying that she was going on her knees. Oh, and no! They were now, making sexual jokes? There was some innuendo. <gasps> And while I think they were wrong and they're in hell, I do think the church <laughs> should stop singing that song. I get on <laughs> because I do feel the dirty, dirty boys have yeah. claimed the, the 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 knee contest. Yeah, they're they're causing. She's causing the young men to stumble. Yeah, by and, thinking about BJ. In a post Fansley world, we can't sing about being on our knees. I'm sorry, they won the Fansley. Yeah, I, what's that? I decided not to say OnlyFans because oh. it was like another brand. It's another brand. Oh, I see. Okay. There's there's like Fan House, there's Fansly, there's OnlyFans. I don't know any of these. You don't things. know any of these? No. It's fun it's fun because one of them is like doesn't do nudity. And what? I never know which one it Why is. Why would you go there? I think it's like Fan House. I'm like, yeah, I'm like I cool get, cleavage, I, I guess. I can see that outside. Yeah, it's like everywhere. Show me your stuff. I see that every day. I see that every day. <laughs> Okay, we gotta get back into this part oh, because right. I think it's gonna be a little. I, I'm I'm curious because I feel like your reaction is very different than mine was yeah. in this section. So they they all get on their knees and start <sighs> praying, and the there's a theme here in yeah. Rayford's thoughts that is so interesting to me. Tim, can you read this thought from Rayford? <laughs> Rayford felt so small, so inadequate before God that he could not seem to get low enough. This is such a thing in mm-hmm. evangelical Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's like 
Aren't you a dirty little rat, you yeah. little cockroach? In front yeah. of God, you're disgusting. The the most evolved form of a Christian like this is going full worm mode. Yeah, like, I'm a worm! I'm just a dirty little worm, and, you know, hey, it, it, the, the vibe of, like, I cannot believe I'm touching a higher power and I don't deserve it, I think there is something to that, right, of, like, you know, I need to hide my face from the glory of the Lord. See, to me, this is just, like, such, like, abuse priming yeah. language. Yeah. Because it is. It's like, you're nothing. You're nothing. You owe everything to this this being, this power. Yeah. And there's mouthpieces of this being in power now, that tell you what to do. Now, what if this being in power is a dragon? Wouldn't that make sense? I mean, yeah. So can't you A to B to C to D? Um, uh, yeah, this but to like... Mean like Dragons are cool and sexy, though. Yeah. I, I watched a TikTok today that implied that if you – every society on Earth has invented dragons, and there must be something, like, deep in our evolutionary vibe to be like, dragons are scary. Big lizard. Big lizard. Big bed. lizard. Oh, Big lizard wing. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so this this is them, all four of them, including Bruce, because he brings his chair around to their side, uh, praying, sometimes silently, sometimes not so silently. <laughs> Some people – Bruce are weeping. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, Bruce cannot stop crying. Right, I'll give you guys one guess. Who goes bitch mode first? <laughs> Bruce, like I just, I feel like his face is just covered in a crust of like salt from mm-hmm. all the tears that he's constantly like oil and salt. He's and- loudly crying. I hope one of my friends <laughs> invites me over to watch a movie. <laughs> I have a sick popcorn move, Lord. <laughs> Um, Bapperson posted in our, our Discord of like, uh, the, uh, uh, the guy looking at a moth meme. Yes. And it's yeah, yeah. like, is this a prayer request? But it's just like gossip. Yes. Oh and my God. That is, that's a classic. That's a classic. A classic, a classic in the church. Like, listen, again, church is boring. Like, that's the only way you can like make it interesting <laughs> is by subtly gossiping via prayer requests. Yeah. But I think part of me now does, sort of have a, a crop that wishes it was ever watered by being such in the presence of God. Mm, you want to have an ex- you want to have a spiritual experience. Right, cuz I never felt like this. That's why okay, this makes complete sense now because I constantly was like I'm a worm, I'm a worm. Oh, I'm I, th- a worm. I thought I was a worm, but But I would feel I would because like when you're Especially, like, in, like, youth group settings. Like, my church itself, because it was so, like, buttoned up, there wasn't a lot of, like, super emotional right. oh, stuff. Oh, good point, yeah. But, we, which is the thing, it's like, youth events, you can oh. get a little bit more emotional. Like, we would go on, like, a retreat, and people would, like, raise their hands up, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try Let's that. Let's go. I'm gonna try that and see how I feel. And, like, everyone's doing the same thing at the same time, and it's right. like, wow, what an experience. And... I think the other reason why I don't miss that feeling is because I can feel that feeling. And what it is, is going to K-pop concerts. True. <laughs> because we're all worshiping the boys, the right, girls together. Right, right. Like, there are other ways to have, tra- have transcendent experiences. That's true. And I like them better. No, sure, for sure. Then I, the, I like BTS where they're like, you should love yourself and value yourself <laughs> versus God who's like, you're a piece of shit. You're dirty. And you should burn in hell forever. Yeah. But I'll let you go to heaven. If you act right. Yeah, I mean, this is the most religious, in a, in a sense, that this bu- these book series have has gotten. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is all the main characters crying on the ground, going from a classic 
I'm on my knees, you know, my hands yeah, together. Yeah, the classic prayer to, with the hands. Oh my god, I have to prostrate myself down completely. And Ray even says that he wants to like sink into the floor. He wants to cut a hole in the floor. It says literally, Rayford wish he could sink lower into the carpet, could cut a hole in the floor and hide from the purity and infinite power of God. I mean, come on. That's that's I, good shit. I right I think that so the another thing, my I think I've talked about this at least like partially with my youth group at church. I got basically the award for being best Christian. Let's go <laughs> multiple years in a row. That's I think why we posted, I married you. We posted a picture of this, but only the reason that I all, I got those awards was because I did like we need to hang those by the way. We should hang them. That's true. <laughs> Is that I did like extra work. I would read all these books and things yeah. like on book lists. And I remember one of them called the knowledge of the Holy. And like, just like imagine like 14 year old me, like reading these books by like dusty ass theologians that are about like, damn, isn't God wild? And me like tr- trying like, okay, this guy is obviously feeling a thing. Yeah. I got to feel this too. Like right. basically like, brute forcing myself into feeling right. this way. Right. And you know, the, the, I think it's pretty clear, not pretty clear, but I think it's likely that if we felt that thing, me and you'd have five kids, we have a, we'd have a huge boring house in the suburbs we would of be, the south somewhere. We'd be living, laughing, loving. We'd be living, laughing, loving. I'd hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and I would hate you too. Like, we'd be like, haha, we want to kill each other every day, but oh, it wouldn't change anything. I, I hate, you know, marriage is hard. Marriage is so hard. We fucking hate each other's My guts. I don't, th- I, don't, I don't think that. I wish every day that I could <laughs> just run away. And- I'm going to drown my kids like the every story that's so bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that was ever in the cards for us. No. For a couple reasons. I, cause, but- because, like, again, like, even when we were younger and, like, fully in it, there were, like, sides that's like, this is not going right, to work right, out. Right, <laughs> and, and, you know, I did joke that I wanted to have five kids because – I was looking at our friends having getting married that, right. were, that were like so crazy. So I was like, like we have to balance it. them out, right? We have to ba- we have to quiverful the quiverfuls. But regardless, I do think there is something interesting, and I and I am curious for the folks who are reading along because uh, we checked our email again. Uh, we check about like once a month, give or take. Uh, thank you so much, everyone uh, yes. who sent them, and uh, there were some pretty interesting uh, yes. uh, uh, takes. Uh, someone asked uh, what would happen if you got a. A, a, a transplant, like an organ transplant for someone that was raptured. I don't know if that I've ever like considered that. Like, I'm sure somebody has dealt with that, but that's that's, that's hilarious. That's like wild. a thought of like, okay, this person's heart's just gone now. Yeah, <laughs> ah! like this is the like logistics that I think this is where things start to break down. Yeah. If you start to ask, like, I really actually would love to ask like a legit Christian who like thinks this stuff, like, or like who like fully believes this. It, I want to ask them that, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I do want to ambush them. Or with this on, the, on the flip side, right? Of like a Christian that was raptured with a non-Christian's organ, does it just stay died, behind? It would fall oh. behind with their fillings. Oh my god! You know, there's so, a like, fucking heart. Yeah, exactly. On their freaking chair. Exactly. So all that to say is like there were some people implying that this is like kind of interesting even though it's fucking crazy uh this part i'm 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 so much more curious what people think because so rarely do we get books dealing with such 
a direct, open vein, live wire of emotion. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, and I pretty much only read fantasy. That being said, I try to read good fantasy, you know, gay fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, queer fantasy, mm-hmm. you name it. And this type of emotion doesn't come up. So I do think that is where I, I'm kind of coming from, both obviously from my uh, uh, dying flowers of not getting enough nutrients as a skeptical mm. super Christian, but also as, you know, I've, I can't separate that from myself, of course, but as someone nowadays just sort of feeling, seeing someone else tap into something, mm, mm-hmm. even though, you know, it's not something you believe. So you Could see- I have gotten this if this was, you know, Gideon the Ninth and mm. Gideon is tapping so deeply uh, or Harrowhawk is tapping so deeply to Bone God mm, that mm-hmm. there was something there. I mean, obviously, again, to belabor the point, you can't separate yourself from it. So if Gideon was tapping into how big her sexy-ass lesbian muscles are, yeah. I would be like, that's Jesus from the Bible. That's the so, Lord. Anyways, all that to say <laughs> is I am curious what people who were raised less fucked up than us thought about this specific part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. same. I, I think just, like, for me, like, I – I since – when I was younger, I feel like I didn't even, like, know anything about myself as a person until I, like, left that area because I was so, like, just accepted what was put on mm-hmm. me. And so, like, it took me, like, a really long time to be like, but what do I actually feel? Yeah. Like, versus what has been put on me and what am I making myself feel? Right, right. So, I just, like, I think that I – getting triggered by it i'm like fuck this i hate it true yeah i mean i think we're experiencing the exact same emotion but just like from different different size yeah Yeah. exactly yeah so bruce acknowledges like after everyone stops weeping on the floor (laughs) it's like okay we should experience something kind of weird (laughs) so i think we need to seal uh this with a recommitment to god and each other yeah this is uh uh, this is hallowed ground we should take our shoes off yeah chloe can i see your feet just, you know, for, no. for, for, let me wash them. Two buds. Um, <laughs> let me for, cry your fucking for Christian reasons, no I am. You I, calling Jesus gay? I'm not, yeah. I'm not. It's like, well, we don't have any water, so I'd be. Oh, I'm crying. I'm crying. It's I, fine. Oh, I'll cry on them. Let me just suck them a little bit. Like, <laughs> is it clean them off for the Lord? No, no. Uh, no, that's actually extremely not what happens. <laughs> and that's disrespectful. So. We need to start respecting Bruce more here on out, is my opinion. I, I do respect Bruce because he's just like, I feel like Bruce is, you know, the, the, the meme of the, from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's the lady screaming and the cat is just sitting there like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that's Bruce. Bruce is like, what are you guys fucking talking about? You guys about? are so fucking crazy. Like, I'm just like chilling with God. Yeah, and I, you guys are thinking about fully different I things. I do think that, you know, when we talk about Bruce being like, I'm not prepared for this and yeah, yeah, I have to save every person. Uh, also tied within that is like, you guys are so fucking crazy. I cannot believe you are being hounded by the Antichrist yeah. to run <laughs> AntichristNews.com. And I can't believe that you are now being hounded by the Antichrist to run Antichrist Error. And President of the United States Error. How the fuck is this happening? I'm just a you, dirty, dirty Chloe, boy. you're just a girl. You're just a girl. <laughs> you're, you're just here. And Chloe, you are also here. <laughs> you're a girl and you're in my presence. And I did kind of break the classic like book thing. It's like, sure is weird that all this has happened to us, which I always joke about because like of course they make media therefore interesting people but these are all random people together where some (laughs) surprise surprise all of them are being recruited by the enterprise yeah 
But God's doing it, actually, so... So, Bruce basically is like, okay, guys, because of this special experience we all had where we were weeping on the ground, we gotta confess all of our sins and secrets to each other, and Chloe's like... Finally. Finally. It's my time. Because, like, this felt very weird and out of left field, but Bruce says the the smart thing of, like, Chloe, you're kind of out of pocket the other day, <laughs> you and you're just, like, yeah. saying shit, so it's, I think that we need to make sure everyone's okay. Yeah, right. Well, because you said really weird stuff. Well, I'm ta- like, in the last meeting. Right? No, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. She was saying weird stuff in the last meeting because she was like, can you talk about sexual ethics yeah. <laughs> in the tribulation? Um, so they... Finally, basically, Chloe just comes out with his, like, did you send me flowers? And he's like, nope. (laughs) I did not do that. He's like, I wish I should have because flowers are cool, but honestly, I never thought about it. Not that I think you're ugly, but not that I wish I thought I did. Oh, I'm... Yeah, it basically becomes very clear that Bruce, it did not even occur to him. Right, because Bruce is older than Buck and Chloe's a girl. And Chloe's 20. Right. She's She's a a child. She's a little child. Rayford and Buck walk out of the meeting and they're both like, man, I still don't know what I'm going to do about my job. Right. I think it is funny that Bruce is like, we just entered consecrated ground. There's a burning bush. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And then these two dudes are like, I don't know what the fuck I should do. Oh, man. And, but the vibe, I think, still is they are getting in their own way. They are. Because, well, because it is, like, I, I, I mean, obviously, from their point of view, these are, uh, there are problems with taking these jobs. Like, yeah. it's scary. And, like, for Buck, it's like, bro, this is going to, like, fully blow my, like, credibility. This is against, like, everything right. that I believe in in journalism. Right. And, you know, everything we said before still applies. It Which is. is very funny to think about that, like, God is asking you to be unethical. <laughs> Basically. Well, again, God doesn't give a fuck about journalism. Oh, my God. But still, shouldn't God care about ethics? Whatever. Well, no, a lot, so, well, a lot of this shit is made up. Like, in what part of our lizard brain... Lizard brain, think dragon scary. Lizard brain does not think that, like, it's wrong to take an airplane that the person you're covering... Yeah. You know, we that's made up. Yeah, no, like, not really, but because it, it's like this person has an influence over you. Like that's, that's true. pretty clear. That's like, true. Why would I buy grain from? Like, it's going to affect you. Well, I mean, sure, 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 sure. Um, Buck walks Chloe out of the church, and they're just like, "Damn, who fucking sent those flowers?" Then weird. And me, and then this is like they do the thing where they like have like the tiniest little section, and then it cuts again <laughs> to Rafer, and he's like, "This must be the work of the wretched Hattie." <laughs> Bitch. Hattie has such a strange role in these books, and it's so good. So funny. Yeah, Hattie, Hattie she's is a the lo- She's like the bad Loki. She's a, she's a queen throughout mm-hmm. all of this. So the next morning, Rayford goes to meet with Earl, because remember that came up before. Mm-hmm. He was like, I can't come today. I'll go see you tomorrow. I was confused by this, because I was like, wait. We're not going to spend another forty-five chapters in a single day. I know, yeah, no, like, nope, they've they've moved on. It's already nine a.m. Let's go. So Raver goes to meet with Earl, and guess who else is there? Some guy I don't know. Uh, you mean Leonard Gustafson, the president <laughs> of PanCon? That's such a fun name. <laughs> Leonard Gustafson. Yeah, they were having a good time. Yeah, I'm making some names up here. So yeah, the president of PanCon, his uh, airplane company, <laughs> his airline, <laughs> his boss's boss, his, his great boss's boss. boss. Is just like there, and yeah. um, they're, they're having a little combo. Obviously, like Gustafson is just in the same way that Earl was, like talking to him as if he's obviously going to take right. it. And Ray's still kind of like, ah, but I don't know. It's interesting how they have like a book of several straight shooters, 
And then they introduce, like, that the height in the straight shooter, the guy. Right, and, right. And it's like, I'm not going to lie to you. We're, we're going to hate to see you go, but we'd love to see you leave. Like, shit. <laughs> of, yeah. like, you know, hey, you should take this job, and we're going to miss you. And Ray's like, I mean, I didn't say I was going like, to take it. But, like, I mean, think about it. They're going to they're going to talk about how great you are at PanCon. That's great for us. We're going to lose you. But you know what? It's going to be great for us in the long run. And he's literally like, don't make the biggest mistake of your life. <laughs> Ray's like, already did that. Oh my god. That was so funny. <laughs> and Gustav is like, kind of, he's like, what the fuck? And, and, and Earl, like, reaches out and kind of touches him. I'm like, oh, you know, he's like, we're Christian. Yeah, the, the way that, from Ray's point of view, the chapter's like, Earl reaches out and touches his arm to basically say, this guy's a religious cook. Remember, remember <laughs> that he's weird? He's a crazy guy. And then a real. Oh god. A real bomb is dropped. Oh god. Gustafson's like, well, the other reason it would be good to take this job is, is your daughter getting stalked right now? Raven's <laughs> like, what the hell? What the fuck? How do you know about this? Yeah, this is a dun-dun-dun. This is extremely a, a dramatic prayer dog moment. This is where the book has decided to have something more of a traditional plot. Yes, yes. Like, good wait. For them. Yeah, like allowing the reader to be like, now hold on, how does he know? Fucking second. And I do think it's very funny. I think that all the like little plot hooks in this book are like, I would say at about a like (laughs) third grade reading level. Sure, sure. (laughs) So straightforward. Because I think you, I think they want the people reading it to feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Like, mm -hmm. oh, I figured it out. Absolutely, (laughs) this is what's happening. Absolutely. Um, and and Gustafson like kind of like you know brushes off like oh I heard I heard it somewhere and Ray's like fuck did you hear? I've literally not talked to anyone about this that's here. Right? There's like three people on the world that knows this on the world. Like, well, whatever. It was some memory. Who gives a shit? Anyways, you don't want your daughter to die. Take the job. Yeah, he literally, he says, Rayford, you'd never forgive yourself if something happened to that little girl <laughs> and you had a chance to get her away from whoever's threatening her. Ray's like, so like they follow her to Washington, I get. Like, that. Ray, that's kind of dumb, but whatever. Yeah, so. Crazy shit. Very crazy. So Gustafson finally, like, convinces Ray, like, listen, just do the Carpathia run and mm-hmm. then give your, your decision afterward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my way um like when you go on your flight today how about you just hop on over to the white house and talk to everyone there just give a quick get your clear give get a little interview in your clearances these chapters are so dense they are there's a, a lot fucking happens in them <laughs> so because like immediately from this we cut to rayford going to the damn white house right like he flies to baltimore and go which is i know it's like close whatever he gets to the white house i did was like how does he get from Baltimore to the White House? Exactly. I know it's close, but maybe he who took a train? Is there a who train? knows? Is there a smaller helicopter? Um, and the person that meets him there says, "We have already begun the character and reference check, the FBI probe, the Secret Service interviewing." Whoa! Whoa. So they're looking into his ass. I mean, yeah. good thing that Rayford's like boring as hell and Which hasn't done any intrigue. Makes sense. We, 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 yeah, you, know, you got to. That checks out. It's just the weird part is that. He has not said yes. Yeah, they're already just doing it, which actually kind of makes sense, too. That's true. They would just, like, do it. Yeah, but I think we're supposed to be like, oh, we know you're going to say yes. Yeah. We, we yeah. made you an offer you, you cannot can refuse. And they're doing this specifically to pr- approve him to fly the president. Right. And they're like, oh, but you've already been approved for Carpathia. He's like, I can fly Union guy before I get the credit checks. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Carpathia said you're cool. And I thought that was kind of interesting that they made that, like... A plot point, but that makes sense to me. Like, yeah, no, it totally makes sense because it's like, no, he's he's getting fast tracked right. by Carpathia. Exactly. Now let's cut back over to Buck. Yay. He's checking in with Marge. We love Marge. 
Uh, and the news is out, guys. The whole world is going <gasps> to the dollar for currency. Let's Within go. a year, as we Let's mentioned. Let's go. Let's go. So, shit, like I said, shit is happening yes. fast now. Yes. And, and they make, they make, yes. a, they make a comment. At some, someone makes a comment that, like, a day hasn't gone by since Nikolai Carpathia has been appointed as, you know, Secretary General that something big hasn't happened. Right. So something is like, he, he, he doesn't, again, he doesn't have fucking time. Almost like every meeting and every this, that, and the other thing is like, stay tuned for tomorrow. It's like, bro, you Stop. said the craziest historic thing is happening. What do you mean something else is happening? Should you're, I check out? What, you're what? blowing my mind. Just, just wait for it. Uh, Marge is helping Buck set up all his meetings with the various religious people, and she's like, yeah, I've got, like, inroads to, like, everyone except for the two kooks. Like, you're not really gonna do that, right. are you? It seems like the two guys that blow people up with their fire breath at the Wailing Wall don't have fax machines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't have phones. They don't have a PR. You have to send a pigeon to them. <laughs> Uh, and Bug's like, listen, March, it's fine. It's cool. It's gonna be fine. I'm gonna go talk to him. She's like, well, where do, she had a funny line of like, well, where do you want me to have them send your remains? <laughs> we love March. We love March. We love March. Um, March also mentions that CNN is going to be giving Zion Ben Judah an hour on their international satellite to get the message out about the, like, results of his, like, Messiah report. Normal. Real, like, yes, this is what we expect from CNN. Very, very normal to give, uh, CNN an hour on, on the, the Jewish Messiah. Yeah. A thing that has almost happened before. So to us, we're like, this is normal. Sure. Instead, no, this is crazy. And Marge is like, I don't fucking care about this. But it's like, don't you, don't you think it's interesting? She's like, nah. No. I've seen the Messiah. I think I recognize him. If there's really supposed to be somebody sent from God to save the world, I think he's the new Secretary General of the United States, United Nations, excuse me. No, Marge! Marge, no, you're under his thrall. You're under his thrall, you love him! You're gonna get the mark of the beast and you're gonna like it. Yeah, no. she is. So, Rayford then calls Chloe and she, the phone tag shit. Rayford calls Chloe who's like, hey, he's been trying to get in touch with you. Oh, also, by the way, Hattie told Carpathia that you're a Christian. Ah. <laughs> and Chloe's like, oh, guess what? I got some candy. From my secret admirer. <laughs> From my secret admirer. Rafer's like, don't eat it. It's like, wait, what candy? <laughs> oh, you know the super duper hyper specific candy that you always bought me whenever you would take an airplane to New York and you also had a certain sultry succubus go with you on said <laughs> yes. airplane trips to New York? Yeah, that's an- Rafer's like, hey. <laughs> Meanwhile, Buck is doing journalism and he feels alive. I, I had to give it up for him. You know, the boy likes Good to work. Him. He likes know, to research. Um, he has so many people that he has to interview. He's very, very busy. Yeah. And he's only got seven years until the glorious period. It is always funny. Like, I'm so busy and I only have seven more years of my life. I have so much to do. Fuck. Yeah. And while all this is happening, Buck, is, of course, his mind goes to Chloe. Oh. Um, this part broke my brain a little <laughs> bit. The idea that their meeting might have been part of some divine plan boggled his mind. How he wished they had met years before and had been ready together for the rapture. Jack off much. Uh, you mean years before when she would have been underage? You Yo, fucking creep. let's go. Let's go. Fucking creep. Let's go. Buck the pedophile. Witty pedophile. Pedophile alert. Pedophile alert. Groomer. Pedophile alert. Groomer. Yep. Groomer. Yeah. You're canceled. You're canceled. That's <laughs> so funny. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> I just wish I married my 17-year-old girlfriend. My lover. My rapture. In... <laughs> 
I, too many thoughts just came in my brain <laughs> of like, is there horrible. a loophole where you can get like legally church married to a child so that in heaven you can be the king of all pedophiles? Um, I don't like, I don't like to say that. I think that's kind of like a big part of Mormonism's whole deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like the, the like FLDS. Like, all right. Well, let's pull the religion should be illegal crank real yeah, quick. You know what we think. Mm hmm. Back to Rayford. He's on his way back to Chicago in first class. So this is like he he's already gone to the White House. They back. are skipping time. Yeah, man. For the first time ever. Thank they God. Are barely telling us what they eat while reminding us they are getting some food here. They're, they are eating. <laughs> um, and Rayford's napping in first class and kind of like because I guess he ha- he because he's in first class he's got the fancy TVs and yeah. the headphones and whatever. It was weird. It was like Rayford was dozing with his headphones on. I was like. Rayford wearing headphones is so weird to me, but yeah, the, I mean, it's broadly speaking the most normal thing on the planet in almost any time frame since the headphone has been invented, especially since the headphone has been invented for a TV-based airplane seat. But it is yeah. it's so incongruent with my version of Rayford. Yeah, I assume <laughs> with his AirPods and be like his his Beats by Dre's. Yeah. yeah. I assume Raver is usually either reading the Bible or staring straight ahead of him at the back of the seat. No, I, I, I joked. I, I, I joked him. I joked, but I'm no, proud. absolutely. I think he would assume the right thing that a man like him would do is to fold his hands and stare directly straight with an unblinking, out of respect for the pilot. I feel I might be getting the story slightly wrong, but I think there was a story of Ron DeSantis doing that, like that going on a out. flight from America to like Israel or somewhere and just fucking sitting there <laughs> the whole time. Like you, you are not right. That's You're so not cool. a human being. Yeah. <laughs> That's like not normal. If the pilot can't watch Cabin Boy on the in-flight movie, <laughs> then I can't watch Cabin Boy. Oh Lord. Um, so Raver's kind of like dozing while the news is like, uh, a record crime wave sweeping the U.S. <laughs> so I guess I guess you get the answer on that. Yeah. That's still happening. Yeah, that's still happening. Because all the Christians are gone. It's only yeah. the evil people left doing crime. Right. Exactly. Because part of it is like, duh, there's a lot of crime. The, the, the rapture just happened. But it's really, there's no Christians. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's no law. But uh, Rayford perks up a little bit because he hears Carpathia's name Yay. on the news. And the news says that Carpathia has asked the President of the United States to head up the whole Global Disarmament (gasps) Verification Committee. Cool. Then they cut to President Fitzhugh giving a speech, and he says something that absolutely knocked me on my ass, which is, the United States has long been a keeper of the peace. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm. Have you read a book? Um, Have you read a history book ever? um, Yeah, the same way that cops keep the peace. By fucking curb stomping people who step out of line. I like to keep the peace by assassinating heads of state in other places. My best friend is the peacekeepers, the Pinkertons. Oh my god. Like, truly, like... But but this is, like, that's how... A lot of people, right. especially in '95, in '95, they're like, "We are, we are the police of the world." Right, and you know, I'm not too sure to what extent things have been declassified, or not just declassified, but common knowledge. Where you know, I've said it before, how surprised I was that my college history, U.S. history classes, like, all right, we did a fucking another coup for you know a fruit company, <laughs> you know, we killed a democratic yeah. leader for you know this other company. It fucking sucked. Um, I don't know if they were doing that to the same extent in 1995, um, but it blew my yeah. brain off in 2006, I'll say that. But 
I was too young to really know really what the vibe was right, then. You right. know, obviously by 2003, things were quite more intense. Uh, right. But that was war and terror time and shit of that nature. Ex- yeah, exactly. So it was, it was becoming much more of an, right. a, a, an issue that people I don't were know. discussing. I mean, my, my assumption, and, and as we find out as time moves on, is everything's kind of been the same. But this is the thing. Like, this, this brand of evangelical Christianity is very tied in to the idea that the United States yes. is the, are the good guys. They would write this now. If Left Behind Absolutely. came out now, they would say the exact same line. Yes. And this is where it's like, no, is this a part of, like, Christian doctrine? No. Is this a part of evangelical Christianity's worldview? Extremely yes. Yeah, weirdly. After President Fitzhugh speaks, Carpathia also has a little thing to say hmm. about the appointment. The United States of America will set the example, and no other country will take longer than they do to destroy their weapons and donate the rest. By the time the new, the new United Nations headquarters is completed in New Babylon, the weapons will be in place. I imagine it's they're, – they're saying that, like, no one is going to take as long as the United States because the United States has so many weapons. Right. It's going to take us the longest. I, I, I think it's a twofold statement based off some other things they say, which is basically – you only have as long as America does because America has a ton of fucking shit. And if you can't, whatever yeah, get country your, you're from, Slovenia, if you, Slovenia, <laughs> if you can't destroy your shit in the time that America does, you're fucked. Yeah. We're, we're, you're, you're out. You're out. You're glassed. Congratulations. You do not get the formula or whatever else. Yeah. And, well, I thought, which is a very kind of like interesting way to, to frame it. Yeah. Back over to Buck. He reaches out. Okay, can we talk for a second? Buck reaches out to, and I'm quoting this directly from the book, Archbishop Peter Cardinal Matthews. Is that the way that... His name is Peter Matthews. Archbishop Cardinal Peter Matthews. But it it says this in the book multiple times. Archbishop Peter Cardinal Matthews. Cardinal is his nickname? He's always been the cardinal. He, the cardinal. Yeah. Can can some Catholics play, is that is that right? Real? Is that <laughs> right? That sounds not right. Eh. But maybe maybe it's just like a weird thing. Yeah. But maybe it's these ding dongs getting shit wrong about Catholicism. I, I, don't, I don't have my my book in front of me, so I can't. Check. Um. Because I like literally. Because the first time I was like, that's fucking weird. And then I saw it again. I'm like, I'm writing this down because there's no way this is right. But yeah, maybe it, it is. I don't know. Catholics, it didn't jump out of me. Re- you know? Reach out. Um, yeah, so he's trying to schedule an interview. I like the idea that it is Archbishop Peter. Well, I was like, is Archbishop Peter, like, a title? Archbishop Peter, Cardinal Matthews. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Peter Matthews. Can we just say Archbishop Peter, Cardinal Matthews a few more times? Because it is... That's what I'm saying. It sounds insane. It sounds insane. (laughs) And I swear to you, it's in my version of the book. So who knows? So he, he, Buck calls him... He's sleeping. He's sleeping. <laughs> and his sister's like, he'll call you back. Yeah. So he's like, all right, well, let me know. Whatever. I guess I'm going to call I'll, Chloe now. I'll do whatever I want. I'm going to call my wife. I'll make, I'll make call. I'll, I'll make plans to hang out with Chloe. Yeah. I have no more time before the end of the world. And I need to see my girl. Love her. Chapter 12. Whoa. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, Colonel Matthews gets back to Buck, and he's so impressed by his big cover story that he's like, you know what, Buck? How about you ride with me on the plane from Cincinnati to New York? So Buck interviewed Cardinal Matthews before, so he likes him. And Cardinal Matthews is such a swarmy little guy. Oh, my God. They're doing, like, so much to be like, isn't this guy a motherfucker? Actually, they get into that more (laughs) later. They do it more later. Yeah, for sure. But I do love the idea that this is the only time you can talk to me is on an airplane. Yeah. Um, so Buck has to go fly to Cincinnati tonight so that mm-hmm. he can fly out with the Cardinal in the morning. So he's like, right. I gotta hang with Chloe so before he goes, I leave. He grabs Chinese food, brings it to Chloe, they eat, and then they have to go to the meeting, and then from the meeting they have to go to the airport. So yes. it's a very, very busy night. They're they're so busy. They're so busy. Um while they're at Chloe and Rayford's house, Buck sets Chloe up with an email address. That was so weird. Yeah, that was really funny. But, you know, it's the time, <laughs> And right? I don't remember when I got my first email address. I definitely got it, like, after I had a, like, AIM yeah. account. I mean, yeah, I mean, mine was 96 because my screen name was Toy Boy 10 <laughs> and that means I was 10 years old with oh, AOL. God. Boy, did the pedophiles love oh, that. Oh, they had to... Um, so yeah, Buck sets Club with an email address, Rafer gets home, and he like, inspects the candy that got sent to Chloe, and he's like, it's probably okay. It's probably fine. It's like all wrapped up, Look it seems it. fine, actually. Look at it. So they all eat candy. Uh, then, Chloe takes Buck to the airport. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna keep Buck's car in the garage, like, again. Very strange plot point, don't, whatever. Don't need these logistics, whatever, it's fine. It's like, they had to beg Buck to leave this car, I don't care. But it's more that they just want to keep hanging out together. True, true, um, but true. they're kind. But I do. They're. I kind of like that they are kind of awkward around each other. Mm-hmm. They still don't really know each other that well. Yeah, because we get everything from Buck's point of view, where you know throughout the rest of this this chunk, because uh, uh, Chloe takes Buck to the airport and they hang out because there was no traffic, so they got there way too early. Yeah, and this is before nine eleven, so Chloe's able to go all the way up to. The gate. Yeah. And so, Buck, all he has to do is walk on the plane. Nothing else. So, yeah. you know, she can hang out for as long as possible. So, they're just kind of walking around the terminal together. Like, right. So, so, what now? Do you like stuff? Uh, <laughs> and they're just kind of like looking outside the windows. And, yeah, we get parts where Buck is like, I'm moving too fast. I want to fucking smooch. I want to kiss his girl. I'm going to kiss. It's so weird because I don't think they're legally dating. No, I don't think they are either. There's something cause else. Because they, they talk about, like, Buck's like, it's too, we can't hold hands. It's too early for that. Yeah, they say, we're not the hand-holding stage yet. But I was like, eh, this is some cr- weird Christian shit. I, yeah. Um, while this is happening, we get a quick cut to Rayford at home. And he gets a call from Earl because Hattie's looking for him there, too. Jesus. Hattie, calm down. Hattie, haven't you done enough? Back at the airport, Buck's flight gets delayed. (laughs) Also, just a little bit. Oh, man. Um, So since they have extra time, Buck proposes (laughs) a very strange cookie plan. Let's go. (laughs) Like, (laughs) why do you feel 
feel about this part? I loved it. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. So like they at the airport killing time. Hey, look, there's a cookie we can eat. Remember that time we ate cookie? Remember when I I wiped your mouth of the chocolate and then yeah. I licked it like a fucking freak? Yeah. And we like had just met each other. Do you feel like a cookie? Oh my god, it was so fucking sick. They were like, I do like it. They're like, let's be like nostalgic over something that happened one week ago. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hey, Jennifer, that's called love. I know that we've been married for so long, you don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I like it. Like, it's basically the same to me as like when you're hanging out with your friends, and you're like, remember when this thing happened like 20 minutes ago? Oh my and, god. And that is funny and good to do. I can't believe opinion. we've moved past this meme of us four months ago when I accidentally dropped a beer on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, hey, look for the good in it. Young love, all yeah, that good it's shit. Yeah, cute or whatever, I guess. Uh, and B- Buck's basically like, hey, let's both, because, like, Buck's like, you want to get a cooking? She's like, oh, man, not really. We like, we had a fuck ton of candy. poison candy. Um, and Buck's like, well, what if we don't eat it now? What if we save the cookie Ooh. and eat it at the same time tomorrow separately from yeah. each other? Yeah, it's like, I think I'm going to have my cookie with my coffee. Yeah. And then Chloe's like, that's way too fucking I'll early. I'll be asleep still. I'll be in my uh, <laughs> and then Buck's like, okay, fine. When do you want to eat the cookie? And Chloe's like, mm, I think whenever you're in your most important meeting, <laughs> that's when I want to eat it. Chloe's back. I, I know that. But Chloe is back with that. That is that is a great Chloe move. Yeah. It's just being like a little rascal. Make him dance. Make him dance. Yeah. Funny, Chloe. Don't give the pussy up easily. No. Yeah. You got to make him do some embarrassing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. And of course, since Buck is Buck. There's, like, some weird-ass line about, like, she will know never to dare me to things. Right, yeah, like, you don't tell Buck to do some weird shit, I'm gonna do it. Because he's like, I have no fear, and I'm, if you dare me to do anything, I'll do it. I'll eat dog shit. <laughs> I'll, For I'm, love. Look at me bucking. It's like, you're, I, I barely dared you to eat the dog shit. Like, oh, I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Okay. Good job. So the vibe, again, they're both gonna eat their cookies at some point. But due to this zany plan, it's going to be during Buck's most important moment. And uh, uh, it's implied lightly that it most likely be on TV. This feels like Chloe is doming Buck. Like, yeah. she's like, listen, I know you have a humiliation kink, so let's get it going. <laughs> there okay? are parts where I th- have to unfortunately give it up where they give Chloe... This weird amount of agency. Yes. And like. Totally. Kind of like playfulness, um, that they don't give to Buck and Ray. And again, the bar is low as hell. So I'm not saying that like she literally is a well-written character. It's just that like they don't like women. They don't, yeah. they don't get them and they don't respect no them. No woman is going to be written well in these right. books. But. This is not possible. I, I really think Jenkins must have just cranked out the last five chapters because these like in a like, like in a, a fucking fugue state yeah because these are like much 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 more better legible compelling yeah maybe he was like falling asleep when he was writing the yeah maybe uh, like, yeah these aren't my best yeah Sorry. maybe maybe lahey was like putting his nose in he's like yeah yeah like a uh a teacher reading the first three pages of the yeah. last three pages of right the right essay. so tim lahey was like hey we should have Make Chloe more annoying. It's like, okay. Yeah. Fine, fine. It sucks, but here we go. So let's come, let's get back into the whole cookie situation. Cause we're not, you, if you thought we were done with the cookies, no, we're, we're not. not. We're, we're not, not we're done not. with They're, the cookies. The weirdest cookie thing hasn't happened yet. No, it's not. <laughs> so Buck makes them both. 
puff their cookies. Hell yeah. Buck's like, let's both smell the cookies right let's now. smell it. And he says, remember this moment. I'll be thinking of you while I'm gone. As he cups her cheek. Oh, right. Well, yeah. And he also says, fragrance is such a memory enhancer. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, maybe they didn't know this at that time, or I'm sure they did. Fragrance is the number one memory enhancer. I think they definitely did know this yeah. at this time. They don't trust science. This is the first time they've had, like, real, like, physical contact. Yeah, yeah. This is PDA. Buck cups closed cheek. That's, like, way more intimate than holding hands. I just did it to Jennifer's face, and I'm like, yep. That's weird. Weird. That's weird, man. <laughs> weird. I, I, I slightly pulled away when you did it for yeah. a second. <laughs> like, uh, number yeah, one, your hand, your hand was hot. <laughs> your hand is hot. Yeah, no, I've been just rubbing them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's not to be too blue, but it's, like, how people uh, do oral before fucking. That's weird, And man. I'm like, that is... That, what is more intimate? What's more intimate? I mean, I not that like, we should talk. We don't explain ourselves. We don't explain ourselves to you. Okay. The Lord. Um, but that being said, I mean, my brother said it. He's like, what? That's weird. <laughs> That's, and he's right. He's right. Um, I think cupping someone's hand, like face is very intimate. Yeah. Like, again, like, I I mean, maybe I'm a little bit, I, like, I'm not, like, the most touchy person, actually, like, except for with people I'm very, I'm close to. Like I, me. I'm, I'm very touchy with Tim, but I'm not very touchy with other people, and, like, I don't even like it when people, like, go in for the hug when I don't know them really <laughs> well, honestly. I'm like, mm, I don't like this. So, I, th- I find what Buck did distasteful, but obviously Chloe likes it, so it doesn't Well, I mean, matter. I mean, I mean th- they are, they're, all, they're into each other. They're, they're, into cor- each. they're legally gang, like, they're courting. Right but why now. would you do that and all the hands. They're not at that stage. Oh my god! But like touching someone's, I, I feel like if we're not careful, we're just going to be repeating. We're getting into the feedback loop and say the same things we over are, and over yeah. again. No, that's true. And we're not wrong to do it. It's just that these are so chunky. Yeah. That we got. We like that's fucking weird. Touching face, weird. It's, not weird. It's weird based on you not it's touching intimate. hand. It's really intimate. It's like don't act like that's not a very intimate thing to do. Right. That's all. That's right. all I'm saying. You're essentially like putting your sword under her chin and lifting her chin. <laughs> exactly. It's it's inherently horny. Like that's not a that's not sexual. Like shut up. Yes it is, you idiot. Idiot. It would be funny if like Buck lightly wrapped his his hand around her throat and said, "Who's hey, <laughs> a good girl?" Well, uh, I'm burping. Uh, we, we, they're, Buck is in the plane, they're done at the airport, and we cut to the next morning, <laughs> a little sliver of, of a section. Let's go. Where this is so good. It's this really is, funny. Again, unironically, <laughs> this section, very small, rules. Raver wakes up, and he sees the cookie in the bag <laughs> on the counter. And he's like, okay, she got cookies. Oh, damn, hell yeah, she got cookies. There's only one left. Maybe right. she left it for me. I could eat a cookie. And he's like, no, okay, it's the last one, so I won't take it. But he can't resist himself, and he's got to make a little, do a little prank. He writes a note that's like, something like, I couldn't resist. Thank and you for the cookie. Thanks for the cookie. And then on the back, it says, just kidding. Yes. So, we'll get, we're gonna put a pin in that. We'll be back to it. Yeah, I mean, no spoilers, but obviously, I mean, no spoilers. It works perfectly. It, it's, yeah, it's, Rayford, it's perfect. Un, he never misses. Yeah, Rayford is the king. He's the king. <laughs> <laughs> so, next morning, Buck is on the flight. He's in first class Ugh. with Colonel Matthews, who is described as being beefy and jowly. Perfect. I imagine him, he's like the guy at the, the um, uh, 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 D&D movie at their, like, sentencing. Like, all yeah, right, you're yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. he's also in, he's, like, in Game of Thrones a couple times, too. Is like, great character actor, just, like, yep. we need a jolly Brit man, and perfect. Uh, and we, we learned a few 
revealing things mm. about Cardinal Matthews. Number one, he wants champagne as a little pick-me-up. He's so cool. <laughs> Which is, a, this is the second time they've, like, talked about having champagne at, at breakfast time on a plane. Because <laughs> remember, because yeah, they yeah. did buck the champagne. So it's like, okay. Symbolism. Tim Jenkins, do you think that people often get champagne at 8 a.m. on a plane? I, mean, I don't feel like people do that, even though I am, I am, I think, on record as saying time is fake in airports yeah. and on airplanes. You are allowed to drink at any time. I mean, how, how are you able to say that with a straight face as a, as a journalist and integrator having her? Yeah. When you've watched all of Succession, where they be, Having champagne all the time. I guess that's true. Maybe it's just that I'm too poor and I true. don't get what it's like. No, I mean, I don't like champagne and I think it's a <gasps> psyop of like, no, it immediately gives you a headache. <laughs> so I don't really think that people like it. It's just a, a thing. I, li- I like champagne. You're lying it's to good. yourself. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, hey, you know, you know what? Too bubbly. Not everyone likes it. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but we get a, more info about Cardinal Matthews. So here, here are the things you can uh, take to make your decision about like what he's like as a person. As I said, he's beefy and jolly. Mm-hmm. He drinks champagne for breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buck sees on a tag that he checked four bags. <laughs> And he mentions that he has an expensive and nice, like, bat, like, like, you know, carry-on bag and yeah. laptop. Yeah. So this is a man who enjoys the finer things. In I, life. And can you blame him? Can you blame him? I do have to give it up to the the writers for not giving uh, this extremely coded man a little dog. To oh talk my, about. yeah, I do. Like honestly, it did feel like they were trying to be like, look at this homo. Yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of feels like that, or just like this man of excess. Like, yeah, it's very like he's eating his sweet meats and growing yeah. fat off the labors of yes. the yeoman. A hundred percent. He's a real job of the hut. Very much so. Very <laughs> much so. And I agree with that. a job of the hut slash Baron Harkonnen. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> That, that type of guy. But, you know, Carl Matthews, he likes Buck, so they're, you know, they're chatting, and he's like, listen, I'm gonna let you know, I already know that I got the votes. Yo, baby. In fact, Carpathia has already started calling Cardinal Matthews PM, and Buck's like, what? Like, that's your name? Peter Matthews? That's what I'm saying! He, like, specifically says, like, oh, like, your name? Like, like, Peter Matthews? So his name is Peter Matthews. Right. And the, uh, uh, Peter Matthews' uh, aide turns around and, like, rolls their eyes. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're sitting in front because, obviously, the aide can't sit beside the girl. (laughs) They're beneath that. This one, this makes sense. I know, it's fair. But but I feel like there's a little bit of the undercurrent, even though it's not fair. Sure. Apparently, Carpathia has started calling... Cardinal Matthews, PM, which stands for Pontifex Maximus, the Supreme Pope. So he, this guy is essentially becoming the the king in the Warhammer universe, or the mm. emperor, or whatever. And I think that the that god, lives. the god emperor. Yeah, he's like you're you're an my prelate. <laughs> I actually, the first thing I thought of was Geotis, <laughs> the god emperor of the United States. What the president, President Trump? They, they they would call him Geotis. I've never heard of this. Really? Yeah. They, talk about, they talk about Chapo oh, as a, like a joke. Geotis? Geotis, God Emperor of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> All right. I might, I'm going to fold that one in. That one's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cardinal Matthews is on his way to being Geotis uh, of the world. <laughs> um, but more importantly, Cardinal Matthews says, 
Nikolai has much more in mind for my papacy than merely leadership of the Holy Roman Catholic Mother Church. <laughs> okay, calling out to all Catholics again. Is it normal that he says Holy Roman Catholic Mother Church? I just don't know. I do know that Catholics only worship Mary. I do know Th- that. Yeah, that, if, if I, I learned, learned that, anything yeah. at church growing up, <laughs> is that they worship Mary um, and they pray to the saints. Yes, exactly. They think the saints are God. Um, they don't even like, they don't like God. No, they don't even care uh, about God. Like they don't read the Bible. They they, that might be a little true. That is true, actually. Yeah. But I, I do feel like evangelicals read the Bible the most. The way that we... And maybe understand it the least. Yes. The way <laughs> Which that, is because they're not trained. The way that we, like, make fun of our Catholic friends that, like, you don't know anything about the Bible. I'm like, duh, good. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> <Do you think? laughs> they shouldn't just let normies read that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, Jennifer and I do agree on two things. One, they should have never translated the Bible outside of Latin, and society went down when men stopped wearing hats. I think that's true. That's so true. I think that's true. Honestly, I do feel like Normies maybe should not be allowed to read the Bible. It's <laughs> such a fun and maybe positive... Well, I don't know. It's yeah. Not, well, because it's... Listen, people don't fucking know what they're talking about. We, they're if, big dummies. If you w- didn't do that, then you would not have evangelical churches. It'd be better. That being said, we would have a crusade every 13 years. <laughs> we would be... Like, maybe the entire <laughs> earth would be, like, in the thrall yeah, yeah. of the Pope. So maybe it's okay. I don't know. Well, I'm, again, like, I'm not on either side so, of the Catholics or the Protestants. Yeah, me either. Uh, having said, like, if you're going to... The world's bad, so they're going to kill millions and millions and millions of people in senseless wars. Who am I to say that maybe they should have, like... Kept going in the 30s years war and just won the damn thing. Maybe they should have. And then, yeah, they wiped out, like, most of the planet. But they figured, if we were one global community, is kind of my idea. <laughs> I think it'd be, like, way better if we were one global community. I wonder if Nikolai Carpathia is going to do anything and about that. I wonder that. if that's going to come <laughs> up. Hmm. But this is kind of what we're talking about, of, like, oh, my God, this is a huge deal. This guy's going to be the Pope. But he's already, like, coyly teasing that there's even going to be a bigger... Reveal, yeah. and we just learned that there's one fucking currency. While our main characters are being pressured into being several main characters of like the universe. Yes, yeah, good times. Good times. This book rocks. <laughs> yeah, though, like honestly, like I was getting so annoyed in the last chapters, and I was truly like about to cry. Like, thank, thank, thank you, you, God, for giving me these chapters. I needed no, them. I mean, They're so juicy. I said it again. We are outside of the ironically fun parts of the book. It's it's. Legitimately good parentheses. It's, I mean, it's not. But I think it puts it to me. It's Twilight. This, it's, well, I was like, this is good to me in the way that the Real Housewives are good. Yeah. Where it's like, this is garbage. I love this. Oh, shit. this is good to me the way that like Hunger Games and Twilight oh. and shit like that is. Is it's a universe with inherent consistency and it's fun. Hmm. I love to to learn how the 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 Coens became vampires. You're, right, and you're because you, I love the, Tim, the slave is, one. Tim is like, this is a fantasy series in a world where Christianity's real. In a world. In a world. <laughs> Jesus is real. Oh, yeah, right. So, back with Rayford, um, he sets up a call, or he sets up a meeting with Hattie for, because he's already going to go meet Carpathia. Ring the goddamn over uh, a, a scheduling bell. Jesus yeah, they Christ. fucking love it. Um, and I, but I really like when he calls Hattie, like, to set this <laughs> meeting. <laughs> we, and we, a little bit earlier. Oh, Hattie, yeah. Hattie's like, <laughs> <laughs> Hattie's like, um, I'm seeing someone, Rayford. Oh my god! <laughs> Which again is like such a yeah. Because Ray's like, um, I need. Let me meet you before my big ass meeting. It's like, well, 
I think that ship has sailed. And I was, I think I was literally saying earlier that it's like the most embarrassing thing to like right. assume someone's into you. But, but conversely, it can also be a way to big dog someone. Ex- so and Hetty is big dogging Rayford I, so hard right now. I never really know what the term the exception to prove the rule is yeah. means. And I only use it incorrectly. But I do maybe think that this is the exception that proves the rule. It's embarrassing to assume someone's into you. But unless you fucking nail it. You, and you have previously absolutely <laughs> been into this person. Hattie uh, has seven years to make Rayford feel like a, a little worm, which he likes. He, he, he's on record as loving it. God. So I do assume he's chubbing up just a little bit right now. <laughs> he's embarrassed. He feels weird about it. Well, it's implied he does later. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. Well, sure. oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, Hattie's fucking rules. Once again, she's owning Rayford's ass. It's so really funny. funny. Um, it is kind of funny that with like... He doesn't say anything on the phone of like, you fucking bitch. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not trying to. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, no, I need to speak to you in person. Nope, okay. she's, she's getting him. So Rayford hangs up and him and Chloe are at home. Like Rayford's about to like head out to the airport, but they're watching the news in the morning. And they catch the press conference that's happening of all the religious leaders. And this is where Buck is. Buck is at this press conference. And I got kind of confused for a second because I was like, uh, we're not in Israel. What's happening? No. Oh my God. Yeah. This is mo- this book that we love is moving a mile a minute. Yeah, this is the, the religious confab. This yeah, is in not, New York. This is not Israel. Yeah. Um, And they're like, oh my God, we can see Buck. There he is on the stage. He's like kind of like at the edge of the stage. Like, I love that they're like, Whatever the stage is, it's so packed that Buck keeps accidentally stepping down. Yeah, and I guess it must not be very tall, though. Yeah, which I kind of love because I've, you know, when you're, you're like in choir or yeah, whatever, yeah. it's like, man, I, I want to be in the middle, but oh, oh my God, so fucking tall. But Buck is intentionally, we find, uh, trying to keep himself to the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get back there in a second. So <laughs> the CNN anchor says... Speculation here is that the religions of the world are going to make some fresh attempts at addressing global issues in a more cohesive and tolerant way than ever. I thought that the word, bringing up the word tolerance, I feel like that was such a, like, trigger word back yeah. in the day. Like, I feel like now in the same way that, like, woke is, like, the right, word that makes right, all the right-wingers, sure. like, froth at the mouth. Yeah. Tolerance was that before. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, very interesting. I think that the... One world religion, the one, you know, everyone hashing things out vibe that the book has. Because, again, there's no Christians here, yada, yada, yada. Uh, It's so, so interesting. And I I almost think it deserves its own, like, bonus episode of, like, it's so meaty and juicy the way Mm -hmm, they talk about mm -hmm. it. And I think it's really hard to dig deep because it is such a complicated – uh, a mess of a shrimp scampi of like, <laughs> is this only happening because these are all cults legally, right? Or is it so quaint and fantasy because why would they ever respect these other non-Christian religions? Yeah, it's, I think, I think it's fascinating. Yeah, totally. So then the, I guess the press conference like actually starts and Cardinal Bishop Peter Matthews, whatever the <laughs> fuck his name is, uh, he's talking and saying born shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Rayford and Chloe see Buck bring something out. Rayford's like, "What is that? Like, is that a tape recorder? Is that a little? (laughs) Is that a little pimp?" (laughs) (laughs) For that, I think you should leave heads up. up 
Um, and no, it's the cookie bag. Let's go. And Buck takes the cookie out and takes a bite. Yeah. On the stage. Let's go. Where everyone can see it. Jennifer, you put the word sigh. Yeah, like. When obviously this is a, a, a dabbing let's go, no, not a sigh. No, Thank you. I but deserves to be executed for doing this. <laughs> no. And actually, it's pretty, it's actually really funny that like Chloe has got him down, like so down bad. Right. That he's like, I'm gonna eat a cookie on stage. No, as you said, this is, uh, is like financial doming, but like in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let me read a little quote from the book now. Chloe matched him gesture for gesture, and Rayford noticed she was smiling and crying at the same time. <laughs> you got it bad, he said, and he left for the airport. That rules. Like, all right, you two freaks. Because they, they say, like, a very strange, intimate thing, and then Rayford's like, gay, and it walks out. It's so good. <laughs> I just took a sip of beer right when Tim said that, and I almost sprayed it everywhere. <laughs> so now we're back to Buck. He's finished his cookie stunt, um, and things are actually starting to get interesting at this press conference. Right, and I do like that like, Buck was like, man, I'm crazy for this one. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't believe I did that. I'm so down bad. But people don't ever really look at, you know, Well, that's what, he, that's what Buck was saying. He's like, no one pays attention to, like, the edges right. of... <laughs> Except some people do. And if this were in the time of Twitter, someone would be like, this, this dog eating cookies. Right. This is the, <laughs> this, <laughs> this, bitch cookies. <laughs> this is the, the, the Starbucks in the shot era, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Was, luckily, yeah, we, we, exactly. before, we need to go back to a more beautiful age. A simpler time. Yeah. When you could eat a damn cookie on stage <laughs> and not, cool. and not get friggin' owned on Twitter for it. <laughs> Let me read an excerpt also. They were announcing not only an effort to cooperate and be more tolerant of each other. Because again, remember, this is the, the religion, the, the religious confab. This is the press conference for that. They were announcing not only an effort to cooperate and be more tolerant of each other, but also the formation of an entirely new religion. One that would incorporate the tenets of all. Dun, dun, dun. Yo. One world religion. Oh, shit. That's, I mean... This is probably the least believable uh, yeah, part of, of these books. Um, like, really? You really think everyone's just going to be like, oh, okay. I, I think That's it's like, cool. it's it's so, quote unquote, like, othering of other religions that, of course, they're like, okay, fuck it, whatever. Because, like, Christians don't think that that shit is real. Right. Like, they're like, well, you can't really believe this. So, like, you just, like, switch over. And I think that, like, the book pointedly... Basically has a Catholic along with, they mention everyone else and they're like, quote unquote, regional guard. Um, they also specifically call there's a Rastafarian there. Right. So there's, <laughs> a, and, and I think that's very, very explicit in their choice is they don't pick like one of the biggest religions. They pick a very, you know, tangent one. So yes, to speak. exactly. Like, to lump them all together with right. that. It, the one that you get in trouble for when you buy that hat from Party City. Right? <laughs> right. Which again, like, don't buy that hat. They're right to say it. But it's it feels very like, isn't this quite yeah, one of them? Like, what we, you- we see the people that uh, uh, Catholics to us or Muslims to us, uh, Jews to us, they're just like those weirdos that like pray and jack off on anime statues. <laughs> Like, it's just, to us, it's the same. It's the same thing. And, you know, again, don't want to belittle Rastafarians at all. No, I'm saying, but this is, this is their viewpoint. This is their viewpoint of it, is, is 
I think most people agree Rastafarianism is not a huge religion. It's a, sm- it's a small group. Right. So it, it, it's it's picked for a reason, right? Yes. It's, it's such an interesting but just pointed choice. They should have brought up like Zoroastrians or something. Cool. No, they could never bring up Zoroastrians because they're the OG. In the- oh, Zoroastrians actually are the OGs yeah. of like where a bunch of like Christian shit got their ideas. It's the original right. monotheistic religion. Let's- yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't like say there was someone that believed in like the Greek gods or something stupid like that, right? Yeah. Like I, I think I don't know. There's no real they reason to critique the, it. They don't talk about Mormons at all. I know, right? Like I, I wonder. I wonder why. I feel like they should. And yet another thing of where a thousand million words could be spent of like why do they choose right? Like Catholicism and uh, Rastafarianism. I'm. I am not intelligent enough or learned enough and they to do, know. But. And they do bring up Islam later. Like, that is reverent because of the whole Dome of the Rock shit. Right. We'll get there. And they're like, it's cool. So then, yeah. So, so Cardinal Matthews is explaining all this stuff. And he says something that, man, set out all my, like, evangelical Christian alarms. We will unite under the battle of the global community faith. Whether we believe God is a real person or merely a concept. God is in all, and above all, and around all. God is in us. God is us. We are God. This is literally, like, I remember, like, being taught, like, people who think that they are God. Like, that's, like, the most evil thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, how twisted are they that they yeah. think they're God? You're a little worm. How could you ever how be God? You? I read this section, like, three times just to basically try to, like, parallax my view on it of being, like, I'm reading this as a, uh, a, a former evangelical, I'm reading this as an evangelical, and I'm reading this as right. uh, someone who has been to a Unitarian Universalist church at least twice. Yeah. So my most charitable reading of it is this is their way of saying all of these things in this sentence are true. That is not how grammar typically works, you know, from a um, 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 literary standpoint. Oddly enough, it's the final point that is yes. the capstone. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to digest the we are God. Is the we are God as equal as God is in us mm, or around mm-hmm. us? Or is it building up to that right. as, as the, the real point? And I think... The answer, duh, don't waste your brain cells, is no shit. Mm-hmm. It's them saying, we are God. The Christians are gone. Therefore, what else is going to happen is is all religions are, are going to go buck wild yeah. and just decide that we are the center of our own personal universes. Yes. It is such an infantile and insane assumption of how human nature works. Uh, yeah. Because, like, totally. human nature is to... Invent religion. I mean, religion is fake, but we all invent it, or it's very real, which is why we invent it. It's as it's as real. It's as something. Dragons, yeah, yeah. Maybe the concept, like the ideas right. behind it. So yeah, you know, obviously, it's not worth the breath. They think that anyone who's not a Christian just assumes they're God, right? Like, yeah, they're one step away. I don't care that they've been going to a mosque their entire life, and their grandparents did as well. They are half a step from being like, well, I guess I'm going. This is in the same vein to me as Christians are like, 
but if God's not real, why wouldn't you just murder everybody? Yeah. Like, this is, like, the same, like, to, to them, like, this is the only way to see the world. And if you don't see the world in a Christian way, then, like, obviously you're going to immediately be like, well, I'm God. Right. Right. Exactly. 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 <laughs> like, and this is, this is, like, how shallow and, like, uncharitable the view of evangelical Christians, mm-hmm. you know, is, like, towards other people. They're yeah. like, well, it's very condescending. Very, very, very Um, yeah. And it's like. I am sorry, but actually, you are the stupid ones, <laughs> not us. <laughs> you are the dumb one. Yeah, it's it's such a strange feeling because so much of like what Nikolai Carpathia, as we've said before, is good, um, but it's all wrapped in this very very toxic package, and I don't think it makes sense for there to be one religion. So, no, like, and nor is- do I ever think it would happen. That's kind of the point of religion, right? Is to divide you. Yes. And like to have your in groups and your out groups. If everyone's in, who's going to be out? Exactly. <laughs> it just, it, yeah, it makes, obviously, I don't even feel like we have to like argue this to you guys. Like mm-hmm. obviously it just doesn't make sense. So Carl Matthews is talking about this shit and you know, the, the thought comes up, but how is this going to affect the whole Pope election right. thing going on? Like how is the, the, the global community faith going to work when Catholicism exists? And Matthew says, we will elect a pope, but these leaders will serve the global community of faith and be expected to maintain the loyalty and devotion of their parishioners to the larger cause. It's really confusing. And here we get, this is where we get the, the, the like autocratic side of it. Right. It's like, well, we're going to elect all of our little sub people and they will be expected to keep everyone in line. Because it feels like the pitch is, you can have your cake and eat it too, right? Like, you can be Rosafarian, you can be Catholic. But it's all part of the big But it's church. all the same thing. And it's insane. Like, I, I think that but it's insane, but it's also like, I think you're supposed to see the slippery slope based on what LaHaye and Jenkins say, yeah. right? Like, it's not supposed to, that's one thing that is fun about covering these books is like, there's so many things in them that don't make since, because they're not supposed to. Yeah. Because the authors don't think they make sense. But at, they- this, at the same time, though, like, it's kind of funny, because this is a situation where, like, I kind of agree with you guys, but we actually have fully different right. viewpoints on it, in that, like, yeah, to me, all religion kind of is the same. Right. But I don't think any of it's real. <laughs> you guys think Christianity is the right one, and these other ones are all the same, because they're all wrong. But right. I'm like, no. I mean, it's the joke of... A, you know, atheists being like, hey, Christians, I'm almost the same as you. I just believe in one less God than you. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in all these other gods. And I don't believe in your God either. Uh-huh. You know, um, to, to be a real, like, Reddit atheist. Let's go. Um, but I kind of, I kind of, I, mean, I kind of feel that way myself. Sorry. I, 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 I mean, how different, like, at the, at the end of the day, like, you can boil these down to a belief in a higher power of some sort. Yeah. Um, not every religion or, or belief system, because then you get into ones that don't have gods, and yeah. that is different. Um, but it is kind of funny. Yeah. To be like, I sort of agree with you, but we, but for like completely different reasons. And there's kind of like the vibe of like, well, what do you guys believe? And it's, their basic saying is that like, we believe in the basic goodness of man and like, kind of like doing the right thing. It's kind of like that golden rule stuff. Um, which, you know, I think if they take this at face value, all religions be like, all right, we do agree that we're, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think, 
other religions necessarily think that we're all good people. No, I don't think so either. Again, that's so infantilizing uh, and, and, you know, uh, condescending to just assume yeah. that only Christians think that we are born sinful or whatever. But also, like, isn't, like, do you feel like, like, your I feel like in my church growing up, the idea that humanity is basically good, like, they would get so mad at that idea. Like, yeah. no, we're not. Like, how dare you think that we're basically good? That's such an evil thought. We're actually all horrible. <laughs> so I think it was both, weirdly, because it was kind of like a vibe of, like, humanity is basically good because God can't make mistakes, <laughs> but it was the original sin that's tainted us. And that's where it, like, starts to get pretty, like, you know, mushy, where it's like, God made us, and God is good, but we're all evil, so did God make evil? No, no that's no, Satan's no, fault. No. Wait, but are you saying that Satan has more power than but God? But God made Satan. Uh, uh, is, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Shut up. <laughs> Interview over. <laughs> so while this is happening, Buck, you know, you guys, Buck is there. Buck's and he can't help but ask a Buck question. <laughs> and he asked the Cardinal... How does this tenet of the basic goodness of humanity jibe with the idea that the bad people have been winnowed out? How did they miss possessing this basic goodness? And Matthews is like, no, you bitch. But also, like, again, this is all forgetting, too, like, all the children are gone. Right, because the whole point here is they say that all humans are good and the people who were raptured were bad. So therefore you're saying every baby was bad? Like, how is it, how is everyone just like glossing over that? Yeah, th- I mean, like that- people presumably lost babies and children. So how are they just like, yeah, my baby was Whatever. evil? Whatever. I had a bad baby. I had a bad baby. Every baby's bad. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the weird thing, right? Is like, like I said before, is that how do you critique a book like this for a quote unquote plot hole versus them just not respecting humans? <laughs> Like, they're like, this is not yeah. a plot hole. This is what happened. Yeah, I, I, ugh, I don't know. Matthews is like, okay, I'm going to answer this. Uh, you, you know, everyone has, everyone left has this basic goodness. And let me use this as a segue. This basic goodness is found in greater measure in no one other than United Nations <laughs> Secretary General Nikolai Carpathia. Yay. Woo! We love him. And basically he's like, yeah, I'm not answering this question. <laughs> He's like, let, let me segue instead. Buck, you're dead to me. You are. Yeah, I'm so mad at you. So Carpathia takes the stage and he uh, answers some sensitive questions. Right. About what's going to go down in Israel specifically. Uh, which the number one question is, will the Jewish people be able to rebuild their temple? Carpathia says, yes, they yes, will. Yes, they will. And we'll make it happen because we have spoken with the Muslims, all of them, mm-hmm. and uh, they're, they've actually agreed to move the sacred section of the rock to New Babylon. Easy peasy. Easy done. peasy. Yeah, that was weird. Compromise reached. It was like, we're going to move the Dome of the Rock and then like all the other parts that make the Dome of the Rock special to New Babylon. Is no one else freaking out that the, the UN is going to be in New Babylon? Because Babylon, like... People talk about Babylon like it's a place of evil. Right, people are not this stupid. They're not this stupid. And, I mean, yes, we're brainwashed, but, like, they are saying these very specific, like, like all these people grew up on the same, like, Kool-Aid that we did. They would not think this is good. It'd be like, be like we're building the UN in New Sodom. Exactly. <laughs> and everyone would be like, hmm, that sounds kind of Which, again, shitty. it is neutral. Who gives a shit? It's not real. 
But but the connotations of Babylon exactly. like are not the horror of Babylon. There's That's not the phrase a, that people know. There's it's not a horror of Cincinnati except for you. <laughs> oh, not you, but you, listener. That's you. And, and that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. They've got it all figured out. Yeah. But Carpathia then says, I would like to say that we clearly are at the most momentous juncture in world history. Tell me about it. With the consolidation to one form of currency, with the cooperation and toleration of many religions into one, with worldwide disarmament and commitment to peace, the world is truly becoming one. Let's go. And the Christians were like, we hate this. Ooh. That's the, the number one thing we don't want. I hate this part of the we, expanse. Yeah, the, the Christians see a coexist bumper sticker. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. They hate it. They do. Yeah. They literally hate it. Like, evangelical Christians hate this shit. Yeah, I mean, like you said before, if, if I'm in, I'm only in because someone's out. Yes. But, great news, everyone. Carpathia has even more news. Yay. The UN is changing its name. Okay. Oh, what? Now, it's going to be known as the global community. Yay! Yay. We love it. Global community. I, I, the global community. Right. I, I like the global community as a name, but weirdly changing the UN to the global community, I thought sucked. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Global community faith makes sense. The yeah. global community, like... But you're not the community. Uh, going dot, 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 and then seeing the global community being the, like, fascist overlords. That makes sense. But I don't like this middle ground here for no. whatever reason. So the press conference ends, and, like, on his way out, <laughs> Carpavia stops to hug Buck. Cool. And he's, like, surrounded by all all of his freaking bodyguards. Yeah, and he's and like, Buck, you, you, got, you got good news for me, buddy? And Buck's like, stop, stop. No, You're going to make yet. me look so impartial if you keep hugging oh me God. like this. My journalism! My journalism! <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, after he extricates himself from the embrace of the Antichrist, <laughs> Buck catches up with Cardinal Matthews because he's confused. Because before all this happened, he was like, hey, watch out for a big announcement about mm-hmm. the, the papacy. And he's like, I didn't, I didn't see anything. And that's when Cardinal Matthews is like, oh, I thought you were a smart journalism guy. You dumb bitch. Couldn't you tell from the Secretary General's statement that there will be a need for a head of the new religion? Hmm. What better place to headquarter it than the Vatican? And how better to lead it than the new Pope? New Pope. So you'll be the Pope of Popes. Matthew smiled and nodded. PM, he said. I mean, this is like five jumps, man. Yeah. This is a bit, this is a bit. I've already seen this show. It was called (laughs) The Young Pope. Thank you. Kind of sucked. Remember? It was bad. Was there a giraffe in it or a zebra? What was what was that? What was the kangaroo? Kangaroo. Yeah. What a weird show. What a weird show. Um, so before Rayford gets on his flight, because Rayford still has to meet with Carpathia, mm-hmm. so this big press conference has happened, and Rayford's about to get on the flight to go meet with him. And he calls Bruce because he's stressed. This is what we referenced this earlier. Yeah. Rayford's like, I feel like I'm going to meet Satan. And Bruce is like, um, no. No. Well, actually, first, Rayford, only if you're encountering the Antichrist in the second half of the tribulation would you actually be dealing with a person who was possessed by Satan himself. So, yeah, so, so we, we have confirmed 
that Carpathia is currently in his first Pokemon form. Still. Yeah. He has not been indwelled by the devil right. just yet. So he's, and I think that even Raver's like, what? So he's just like a, like a demon like or a something? Like a lesser demon Like or a lesser shit? demon. Oh, that sucks. I don't respect him. And either. Bruce like doesn't even like respond no. to that. No. I mean, I, I think they don't have an answer about he's what something. the Antichrist is for good reason. It's weird. It's confusing. Because it he, doesn't make sense. How dare you. <laughs> but he will be the devil soon. So this happened before he got on the flight, and, and they cut to Rayford arriving at the UN <laughs> office where he's going to meet with Carpathia. But first, unfortunately, he must meet with the wretched slut Hattie. Oh, no. <laughs> and a shock of evil horniness runs through Rayford the second so he sees Hattie. They talk about, like, Hattie's looking. Good. She's Good. got a tan. Oof. She's got nicely tailored Oof. clothes. She doesn't need it with those curves, though. Yeah, she's looking good. Rayford's like, I love that Rayford is like, still. this place must be evil that I just got a chub by looking at this, <laughs> hot, this. hot younger gal. But luckily, as soon as Hattie opened her mouth, he was brought back to reality. <laughs> Her diction and articulation were more refined, but this was still a woman without a clue. And he could hear it in her tone. They're like, Ugh. listen, you think Hattie is all like cool and stuff, but she's still a dumb bitch. She's still a dumb bitch. She's an airhead. She's a slatter. She's fucking stupid. All these things. And uh, Hattie tries to like make friendly small talk, like, oh, like, how is everyone? And Rafer's fucking pissed. <laughs> He's like, uh... Buck and Chloe are everyone, you dumb. Man. Yeah, those are the only fucking people you know. Yeah. But then most like, of What's new with you, though? What's new is that you and your new boss have invaded my job and my family, and I seem powerless to do anything about it. Wow. wow. Cliffhanger ending. Cliffhanger. What is Hattie going to say back? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. I no, you wrong. I didn't do you're that. Wrong. Chunky, chunky, chunky apps. Delicious apps. Yeah, really apps. chunky. Lots going on. A lot going I'm on. So, I'm so glad that, that we're finally getting some movement. The one world currency is happening. The one world religion is happening. The global this, community officially is happening. It's happening. Disarmament's happening. We we're are doing so it. back. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's crazy that we were talking about, like, they have to have a time jump, but, like, the past four... 72 hours? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're like, no, 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 we're just going to do it really fast. Don't worry about it. I guess that's both, like, proof that they have to have a time jump because they're doing everything in these three days. Yeah. Like, is this book the course of four days? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Oh, man. Yeah, I just feel like, again, like, we're getting, like, we're in the second half of this book now. We are beyond halfway done, Mm -hmm. which means I need to make sure I got the next damn book. Yeah, I, I passed by that local bookstore we we're talking about with my Pokemon friends, and I was like, "No, too weird to go in." <laughs> yeah, no, you can't do it with new friends. Do you want to know what the next book is called? Okay, let me see if I can guess. Yeah, can you guess? Because I, I was wrong. Like, I would, I did not remember this was the next. Yeah, book. Uh, the middle section of all the books are fucking crazy. Um, I don't. Uh, it's like, is it like a absolution or something weird like that? It's not. The next book is called Nikolai. Oh. Which I fully forgot about. That kind of rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me just actually real quick. I'm going to read you guys the titles of the next books. So we're currently on Tribulation Force. Next book, Nikolai. Then Soul Harvest. Let's go. Then Apollyon. I yeah, think that's what you that's were kind of remembering. Then Assassins. Let's go. Then The Indwelling. Then The Mark. Indwelling is when he becomes Satan. Yeah. And that's as far as this book has. And then it's like, here's all the kids' books. Yeah. You, you guys want some teen books? They rule. Um, oh my god, oh my god! Is this a VHS? 
called Have You Been Left Behind? We have to watch this. Based on the video that New Hope Village Church's pastor Vernon Billings created for those left behind after the rapture. This video explains what happened and what the viewer can do now. So they literally made one. They li- we have to yeah, find we it. Knew that, we have- yeah, we knew that. Yeah, we have to require I didn't know they officially made like a left behind branded one. Oh, you didn't? No, mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. Um, well, we got to find that. And you guys can give us any like yeah. direction of where we might find that yeah, on I mean, the internet. Like, uh, uh, earlier we got several juicy ones, so... We'll have to remember them and be like, can you send us those, those links again? We forgot to put them in Google Doc. God, man. Yeah. Man, things are so juicy. They're so juicy. What a crazy ass section. I'm so grateful yep. for it. I needed this. I, I'm i so in, unironically, ironically, bitterly. All of it. All, all of, of it. it. Any here. way that you can be into it. The way that like Naruto review toes into uh, uh, Twilight is the way that I'm into this, which is kind of strange because like we are about this but this yeah. is how i am about my my lifetime thriller yeah. movies and where I, i'm like they suck but also they rule and i'm like that i mean it's not that bad i mean right uh thank you so much for <laughs> listening you can find us on uh patreon.com slash content hall it is the patreon that supports what jennifer and i do holistically as content creators and more specifically it's the thing that lets us do this show um we also cover things that aren't the show on there again it helps us make more fun content for you the listener you want you're sad that maybe we don't cover as many shows we cover more things there mm-hmm. uh uh than we used to and we're so thankful that you let us do that you can follow us on twitter at tribfarsepod or at instagram at tribfarsepod or email us at tribulationfarce at gmail.com Again, we really appreciate all your emails, even if we don't reference them obliquely or otherwise. We read them. We read them. We, re- we, sat, we literally sat down before recording this and read the emails. Yeah. And we're like, cool. Hell yeah. That's a cool TTRPG. We'll yeah. Um, you mean a lot to us, as we say every week. It really helps us to tell a friend, to rate us, to review us. Uh, I would love if we could get some more reviews. We're at like in the 60s. I'd love to get to at least 100 by the end of the year. 666. We need to get to 666 <laughs> reviews. Let's see. It's June 17th. Uh, let's say about like June 19th. I know you're hearing this well after that. Yeah. But that's your fault for yeah. not paying attention. Yeah. You should do too. You're the bridegroom that didn't trim your fucking wicks. Wow. That's a deep cut. That's a, but yeah. I mean, there's so much about the rapture that's about that shit though. That's true. Uh, anyways, like a thief in the night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.